we'll do a review the first sicha for the parsha of Chayisora. In this sicha, the Rebbe discusses, is a Rashi sicha, the Rebbe discusses the Posik in which Abraham says to the Bnei Chais that he wants to take the Moras HaMachpelo Bekesef Mole. The word Bekesef Mole means with a full money, which usually is not appropriate for the language of kesef, uh, uh, all of the pay or things like that, not a full, a vessel you fill up. And the Rebbe will explain that in this context over here, what Rashi is trying to explain over here is that Avram Avinu offered the full price, notwithstanding the word mole, as we will learn in the uh, Rashi, in the Sicha. But the uh, lesson from this is that we want to pay for what we get. Uh, the way to really uh, have this uh, field that uh, Avraham wanted to be the burial place for Sarah, the Morris and Machpelah, in order for it to really leave the Ephraim and go over into the possession of Avram, you need to pay for it, and you need to pay for it fully. The same thing is with David HaMelech when he uh, purchased the uh, Goiren uh, from Arvoino, the uh, area over there, he wanted to pay it so that it goes uh, entirely over to uh, David HaMelech and to take away any connection, any relationship to the previous owner. And the only way to accomplish that is to pay fully for it. And the Rebbe brings out also in the Yoyna Shel Torah that the way to do a mitzvah and to fully is to invest yourself and pay a price for it and to really earn it, even if things come easy to you, but you need to sort of pay a price for it and it, order to fully possess it and for fully gain the ownership. The Rebbe will also explain a, uh, a Gemara where the Gemara and a Toysvis, the Rebbe gives a alternate uh, interpretation to Toysvis uh, in a Gemara as we will see as we learn the Sikha. But now let's look at the Sikha inside. On the simple level in the, in the, in the, in the, in the Rashi, uh, it almost seems like um, like what Rashi is coming to uh, teach us over here, that even though it's used the Kesef Mole full, but it means full value, not uh, not something the Kesef, but the Rebbe explains that that's not really uh, in the wording, and the Rebbe brings out various different questions. You'll see that that's not really what Rashi is uh, trying to tell us over here. Uh, what Rashi is trying to reject over here, as the Rebbe will explain, was that it doesn't mean uh, sort of kind, better kinds of coins or better kinds of silver, which there are various ones, but rather shalim shovia. What it means here is that we're talking about the value here. Let's look inside. Aleph, Ois Aleph, Alaposik, on the verse, it says in our parsha. In the uh, Perech of Gimel, Posik Tess, it says, V'yitan li asmores ha-machpelo, that let him, uh, let it be given to me, 
says Avram, the Ma'oras HaMachpela, the cave, the double cave, etc. Then he says, Bikesef Mole Yitanen Ali, for full money. Full money would, should be given to me. So Peter Shadashi, Shadashi explains what is the meaning of Mole Ashalim, that I am going to pay with full money, which means Kol Shavi. Ashalim Kol Bekesef Mole, Ashalim Kol Shavi. I will pay the entire value. That what my, what Avram was saying, I will pay the entire value of the Marisamach Pela. And the Chain, Rashi says, we also find a similar language. David Omar Larvina, David said, not similar, the same exact language we find as David says to Arvoina. This is in the Divra Hayomim Aleph. Over there, David Amelech says to Arvoina, Bekesef Mole. He also uses the language full Kesef. So, what is Rashi uh, trying to tell us over here? But We need to understand. What's the emphasis? Rashi says, So Rashi says, I'm going to pay the whole value. In the simple understanding of the Pasuk is, he says, I'll pay full for it. They offered it to him for free. And he says, no, I will pay fully. So what's what are we trying to tell us, Rashi trying to tell us over here? And number two, Beis, Mahi Harayev, so what is actually the proof? If the word in itself doesn't necessarily mean, could mean something else, so what is Rashi bringing Araya, an evidence for the meaning of Bikesav Mol, it means the value. Bikesav Mol Shebe Divra Hayomim, that in Divra Hayomim we also find by Dovid HaMelech, that is exactly the same language, mamish, the same language that is said in our Pasik. So, why? What, what? How is that evidence to anything? What are we trying to bring down the Pasik because of Molle from Arvino? How does that add any explanation uh, over there more than over here? Uh, if it means Xavier over here, so how do we see it from there that it means Shavyev? So, the Rebbe says that perhaps we're going to say, this is not just trying to bring evidence, like to prove the meaning of Kesev, but just to say that there is another posse that uses a similar lotion, even though the usual language for full pay should be not kesef mole, full, a full, a filled is uh, an object you can fill into a bucket. You fill and money. You see, you would say kesef sholim. You know, all the money, uh, something like that. And Rashi is just intending to show you that. Yeah, we find the Torah uses the lotion kesef mole sometimes with this same idea meaning, and. Maybe that's what Rashi is trying to tell you. But the Rebbe says, 
from the fact that Rashi translates it because of Mola Shalom Kol Shoviyeh, so Rashi is not just trying to find you another place where this obvious language is used, but it seems like Rashi has to interpret over here means Kol Shoviyeh. And Rashi has another reason for bringing down this Pasek, as the Rebbe will explain, uh, that we can learn from that Pasek for the meaning, as we'll see in a minute. Let's go Oyzbeh. It would seem that we could explain that what is Rashi's intention? To bring a proof and a friend, meaning to bring another place where we find a similar lotion. What's Rashi's problem? Rashi has a difficulty with this language. What is kesef mole? How does a full kesef, as it applies to silver, to, to, to money? The the language full does not fit. Something that can be the opposite of full. You can have reik, you can have empty, and full. Like when we talk about a vessel, you can have empty vessel and a full vessel. As we said, vatimale kado. She filled mole, she filled her jug. You can fill a jug, empty a jug. Or the post says, the pit was empty, could be an empty pit, could be reik. Reik ain't by moim, the pit that they threw Yosef uh, in, it had no water. It could be reik and it could be full. Avo, bikesef, but when we talk about money, uh, silver, basim habitui, the expression that's more fitting is chaser sholem. Either a lacking of money, not all the money, or the complete amount of money, all of the money. Or, or another lotion would be rav, a lot of money, or ma'at, a little kademan. Veloy ha lotion moli, but not the lotion full. Full is not the usual lotion for guests. So therefore, we're going to say what Rashi is telling us. He found a friend that also David says So that is this proves to us that it is the uh, nature, the usual way of the passing to say also when we talk about money, lotion, mole, a language of fill. Instead of using the lotion, all the money, all a complete amount of money, which or similar to it, which would seem more fitting, the Torah uses molly. But if this is really what Rashi is intending, so first of all, Rashi should have used the lotion, the chain. Aleph, number one, Rashi wants to say we find it somebody else. And the same thing we find with David. Earlier in the Pasuk Vayero, the Ebishtah tells him, uh, go He didn't tell him, reveal to Avram where he's sending him for the Akedah to take Ab Yitzchak. It says, take him to one of the mountains. So Rashi says, what kind of a language doesn't tell him where? Rashi says, so we see that we find it, uh, when Rashi wants to say that we find a similar language, 
then Rashi uses the Lashem Echein. So if Rashi wanted to just bring you a Chavir, a proof, so Rashi says, Echein B'dovit. So we find in many of us. And number two, base. Since, according to this explanation, what is the entire intent of Rashi? To let you know that there is a friend, there is another place to this lotion of Kesamoli. But the Enkavonus Rashi Lohidiya, but Rashi isn't intending to let us know Pirush Kesamoli, what the meaning of Kesamoli, that it means full value, just that we find another place in which we use that lotion to tell you that, Kimuvonu, because that's self understood. So then Rashi should just bring the proof. Because of Moli. And so David said, Rashi did not have to. Rashi should have uh, let go and not explain the, it means I'm going to pay the full value. It seems like Rashi is trying to tell us the meaning of the word, not just that we find another place where it's used in the same context. But what is the uh, need to tell us that this is the meaning that this is the context that's self-understood and uh, and we don't need an explanation for that so what's going on over here and further the rashi says the rebbe asks a couple more questions rashi gimel we can ask further this rashi that is before us gimel the third question will be why does rashi says Ashalim kol shavi. Rashi should say kol shavi. He's explaining what means kes of mole. He adds the word I will pay. Since Rashi quotes from the pasuk and he's explaining the word bekes of mole, Havalilamemi should have just said kol shavi. All the value. What is this that Rashi is adding? Ashalim kol shavi. I'll pay. What is it? We're trying to explain to you just. The meaning because of Mali, but because of Mali means Kol Shovye. Why did Rashi have to stick in the word also saying Ashalim? And number four, Rashi brings at length, he says, What is this that Rashi belongs in his proof? And so David said to Arvina, that what? Because of Mali. Why do we need to tell us that David said this to Arvain? I should just play it. Have a little Maymar. Like Rashi says, V'chein b'david b'kes of Moli. Rashi says, so by David, we should know where this passage is. He's talking by David. So we should say, David kes of Moli. David Omar l'arvain. Why is it important to know David says to Arvain? So we see that there's something more to this Rashi. Not just to find you a another place where it says Kesav Mole. Rashi is somehow trying to tell you that he's, Pasik is telling you that he's paying for it because of Mole, that he, well, that Avram is paying for it, and he actually wants to bring a proof that David says so to Arvina. And the Rebbe is going to explain now that the first uh, uh, approach would be, the first thought would be to say, because of Molly, that it's a description of what kind of kesef it is. To know that it's a good kesef, that would be the first interpretation. Rashi is coming to reject the posik 
that we're not talking about what kind of a kesef it is, but we're talking about how much kesef. We're talking about the quantity of kesef. We're not talking about the quality of the coins that is paying it. How does Rashi know that this is actually the pshat? Because that is in the correspondence between the Bnei Ches. Bnei Ches said, would give it to you for free. What is Avram saying? No, I'm giving you good uh, kesef. He should say, first, I'm going to pay for it. Not saying to you, oh, the quality of my kesef is going to be good. So to Rashi, it means ashalim kol shavye. No, we're not talking about here saying to him that the quality of the kesef is going to be uh, superior, but rather we're telling about the quantity, how much he's going to pay. So, and that's that because that makes sense. Now, to support this contention, because one can say, okay, it's included. He says, I'm going to give you quality, so it's also already saying, I'll pay for it, but so Rashi says, because over there we'll see that also by David, uh, over there it means that when David says clearly that I don't want to take for you for nothing, and I don't want you, and I want to pay, so over there the case of Molly for sure means this, that I'm going to pay the full price. Over there it doesn't uh, at all fit in to say that it means I'm going to pay good uh, uh, good, good quality money because it's not in that possible. Let's look inside. We'll see. Give a dollar. So what's the explanation of this? At first glance, because of when it says with full money, the moly appears to be going on the money, on the silver. So that is... Shavrom Avram was letting him know with this Shamat that these coins of silver that he's going to be given him, they will be full They won't be lacking in their weight, the quality, they will be full coins. or we can say, like the Yerushalmi says, he told him Kintrin. The type of the coin, the quality will be kintrin, as Rashi says, that Ephraim took from Avram these large shkolim, those that are uh, they work everywhere. So basically, the mole is a description of the type of the quality of the kesef. This interpretation is what Rashi is coming to reject in his words. When he says, I will pay all this value. That this is not describing the silver, the money itself. Whether kamusay, whether the a quantity of the kesef, uh, or the mishkoloi, or the weight of the kesef, something about the kesef itself. But here, the issue is the field and the full price. We're talking about a price over here, not about the silver. Avram Omar, Avram said, the kesef mole that I am going to pay full, meaning... I will pay the entire value of the field. Which means 
So what does it mean full? How does it win? It's such a amount of silver, sheyimali, that it fills as mikhira. It fills the price. So there's a price. This will fill the entire price. Yishalom kol shav yishalom That will pay the entire value of the field. That means the mole. It fills the entire uh, price. What is forces Rashi to say like that versus Kesef Mole that this is a full kind of uh, quantity wise, a full without lacking or without uh, a weight not missing, not especially the Kuntirin. So Rashi is forced to explain. So because from the flow of the Psukim, it's understood. That when Avram asked this from the Bnei Ches, he says to them, Give to me the for full money you're giving to me. What was he saying? He's coming to reject that which was told to him by the sons of Ches before this, what did they say to him? They say to him, You are a godly prince amongst us. In the choicest of our graves, go ahead and bury. Nobody will prevent from you so what they were saying to him, he should take from them the payload without paying for it. He should take it free. So now we come to the response of Avram. He is not in agreement with this. Hello, what is he saying? So he's rejecting what they said. So what is his response? He says, because of Molly. So what is the response? No, you shall call Shavi. No, I'll pay for it fully. I'm not going to pay for it missing anything, but I'll pay the full price. But if we say Kesav Moli is a, a description of the Kesav, that it means large or similar, so then Avram's response, who's telling them, he's telling them what kind of a shape, what kind of a shkolim there will be. It's not from a similar, it's not a response to the argument of the they were talking about how the field was be given. They were saying it'll be given free. The response should be no, but he's responding to them. No, I'm going to give good shkolim. Because only after Avram responds, how he's going to give that shetilei maton. It's not going to be a gift, but I'm going to. Pay, then we can talk about what kind of a pay. How are these shkolim? Then it would fit how to talk about what kind of a kesef it's going to be. It's going to be continuous, it's going to be nice. But to respond to an argument, take it for free, the field for free, it doesn't really fit to respond. Well, this will be. Big shkolim. First, tell them that you pay for it, and then you'll tell them what the shkolim is. So, therefore, Rashi learns. So, this is Rashi's reasoning. 
that Rashi learns Shaloi is stopping the Tevis called Shavi. Rashi isn't just satisfied with saying uh, the price. Eloisiv Tevis Hashem says, "I'll pay the price." Rashi is saying it. I am going to pay for it, not as you are suggesting, and it's going to be the value, the entire value. Because by saying pay, that explains what forces Rashi to say that the Bekes of Mole means the value, because he has to first say I pay versus free. They say free, he says I pay. So the Kesef Mole, why am I saying value, is because I have to say Ashalim, that I'll pay the full value, Ashalim calls Shovyoy, versus saying what kind of a shekel, but then it's Ashalim that he's responding, and the Ashalim has to be related to the value. And now the Rebbe will explain... Why we need the Vachem B'david, the same as the proof from David. What do we learn from here? Because while this is simply what makes uh, understanding now that it means the value, but maybe one can still argue that it's a description of the of the Kesef uh, and automatically it means the pay. Rashi wants to say we have a proof from David. Hey, but still, yeah, you can still push, press self You can still explain. Rashi is not hundred percent satisfied yet with just the simple meaning because you can still sort of kvetch and explain that the mole is referring to the silver, to the payment, to the money. Although if it's going on the silver, so it turns out that Avram's response, this talk of Avram, is not symmetrical with the words of the Bnei Ches. They're talking about not paying, and he's talking about what kind of a shkolim. But that's not such a problem, because... Because in saying what kind of silver, there is no clear negation to their offer of uh, giving it for free. Which was suggested in B'nei still, There's still room to push and say, that by saying it's going to be full money, that he should give whole coins, or large shekels. So that automatically it includes his uh, rejection, his refusal. To take the field in for free, keep but he wants to pay for it. So we can still squeeze in by answering about what kind of kesef it already includes that he wants to pay for it. So, so in order to totally negate this kind of a idea that this pasuk should mean kesef mole, that it should mean uh, weight or 
complete kind of kesef. Moshev Rashi Ve'emer Rashi adds and says, V'chein David Omar L'Arvoyna B'Kesef Molei. That also we find that David says to Arvoyna with full kesef. And Rashi is not intending to bring another place in which we see Kesamoli, because that wouldn't help us to the meaning Hanal. But this is just to strengthen Rashi's interpretation, the Tevas Bekesav Moli, that the words Bekesav Moli are coming, Shulishlil Matnas Chinom, that this is coming to negate the free, and when you say Kesav Moli, it means not free, but payment for it. Because that's the way it says Divrayom. Because when you see Atam, what is the reason that David, that David wanted to pay for the Goyim Laravoyna Talvoyna? Because of Molly. He says, I'm going to kiss a Molly. Why? Before the Shabbat Suvim. Over there, it's very clearly in the Psukim. I will not take yours, carry yours to Hashem and bring up these burnt offering chinam free. So that is obvious the matter. When he's saying, I will pay his intention is he'll pay all the value. He says chinam, he says no. I'm not going to take it. I am going to pay for it fully. That's the direct dialogue to his chinom. He says chinom and he says kol because I'm not going to use it for free. So this is clearly saying that it means I'll pay kol the value. And that's why Rashi prolongs in his language David Omar Instead of just saying v'chem b'david, because Rashi wants to not just bring the word kesef mole, he wants to say the subject matter over there. The subject, hamadubarsham, Dovi is saying to Arvoyna, which means this is the discussion between Dovi and Arvoyna, and atam David that is the reason of the words of David Arvoino, take a look, you'll see, because his proof is actually from this, that it says over there, he says, and he's telling you, no, I'm not going to take years for free, but I'm actually going to pay the entire value over there. That's why Rashi brings down the Lashon of David over Larvoina to point to the subject matter over there. And once you see the subject matter, we have evidence that the Kesef Moli isn't talking about what kind of Kesef, but it's talking about filling the entire price of whatever the value is. And yet the Rebbe goes on to give another deeper explanation in these words and the meaning of David Omar Larvoina. Because in this interpretation, it just means that those are pointing to the fact that look into the subject matter and you will see 
that the subject matter is that why David said this to Arvoina was to negate his wanting to give it for free, and he says, no, I'm going to pay the value. But the Rebbe brings out here a whole new idea that it specifically has to do with the fact what David says to Arvoina. Because the fact is, the Rebbe is going to explain, that really, David had rights to the uh, Goyren, what he wanted for the Beis Amikdosh from Arvoina, he had rights to it because he conquered the land. And still, David says to Arvoina, I'll pay fully for it because while conquering and even a gift would be something that would transfer the ownership, but it would still leave some connection to the other person. So, David David, who is the Melech, who is conquering it, saying to Arvoina, who is just the inhabitant over there, he says to him still, I want to buy it from you, I want to pay for it fully in order to make sure that I am the full owner, you have no connection to it, you didn't gift it to me, I didn't conquer it only for you, but you actually, I purchased it from you, you sold it to me. This is the same idea that Avram really had rights to the Morris Machpela, and yet he wanted to make sure that he's going to pay for it in order to get the entire rights to it away from the Bnei Ches that belonged to Avram. Let's look inside. Vav. We can further say by Meshenokat Rashi. Why does Rashi mention the Chain? David David this way by explaining this new explanation will also sweeten that is specifically in these words that his intention is of the subject matter spoken of the he didn't hint it in another way because till now the Rebbe is learning that David is to tell us that look into the subject matter. But Rashi had other ways of saying look into the subject matter. The Rabbi uses the Rashi used the words David Larvoina specifically to tell you look into the subject matter because David and Larvoina are important pieces to understanding the whole uh, idea of what's going on up here. The Because there is room for a question. There is place to ask. My time at Avraham What is the reason that Avraham wanted to purchase the field and the cave specifically, pay fully? He could have taken it without paying. From the law, the Eberster told him that to your seed I will give this land. The Rebbe quotes from another Rashi, which may seem that he had not the rights yet at that time, but the Rebbe in Pshutesh Mikra, the Rebbe learns that Avram had the rights to the land at that time. He did not necessarily need to purchase it from them. Shem said, etin so Rashi is giving you an answer. Rashi answers, 
also by David, who was a king, as we'll see, he's saying to Arvoina, inhabited because of Mole, with full money, from there we will also understand, will be explained for here. David HaMelech, David, he's a king. Arvoina was a king, and David conquered it. He merited it, belongs to David, because he conquered it from Arvoina HaMelech. When he is coming to build a Mizbeach, he did not satisfy himself that he conquered it. And even the fact that Avani wanted to give it to him, so in addition to Kibush, he was also ready to give it to him. The only way he wanted it to be his, by buying it for the full price. And the reason is, David says, I will not carry or take which is yours. And to bring these free, it's yours. What is he telling him? Which means even he conquered it. And even he's giving it to him, it's still considered his. <coughs> if David would have taken the goyden, etc. Just because he, it's his, because he conquered it. This does not negate fully the connection of Arvoina to this granary. And even further, even in the top of this kibush, Arvoina will give him a gift. Even if he would give him that little connection. I mean, he can't give him the full gift because it's already conquered. So it's not his to give it to him. That's what the Rebbe adds in the parentheses. He'll give him just this small connection that he still has. It's still that part he says, okay, take that too. Because it still remains lachoy. He's saying to him, it's yours. He still has, Arvoina still has some kind of a hold. He has some kind of a privilege in that garden. That's why he says, Kiloya Sashalach. I'm not going to take yours. What is it we're saying, Loch? It means that notwithstanding you give it to me, and notwithstanding that I conquered it, it's still Loch. That's why David paid for it with full price, the entire value. In order to remove all the privileges of Arvoina entirely. He should have no hold and connection to the Mizbech and the Karbonis, which is going to be used for that granary. And in a similar way, he doesn't want that the cave in which he's going to bury Sorrow. And in it, also he and the other forefather, the Moes, will be buried. 
He doesn't want the Shorbo Ezush Shaykhus of Ephraim that it should have any kind of a connection to Ephraim. Whether his name will still be on it. That's why he refused to take it from by right. Even now, it is not as a free gift. He paid his entire value. That's why Rashi brings down the words David to Arvoino, hinting to that story to also enlighten us and to explain to us another issue. Why did Avram insist on paying fully for it? It is from there that we see that while David had rights to it because he conquered it from King Arvoina, the King David, and yet it still remained to the Pesach says Asherloch, it still remains is to a certain extent until we pay for it fully, David Amalek. And that's the reason why Avram insisted on paying. And this is what Rashi is hinting with David, with Arvoina, to tell us about another explanation why Avram insisted to pay for it. You know, he's dying, the Rebbe is going to tell you that there is a halachic. Uh, we can learn out a halachic uh, lesson from this Rashi because according to the way the Rebbe explained it now, that purchase of Kesev was not a regular purchase of Kesev. It already belonged to Avraham. And the Rebbe says this is the reason we can also say why we can't learn from this transaction that Avraham paid and was able to buy land with money that you could purchase with Kesef. Because in this case, this wasn't a regular purchase of Kesef. This only accomplished a further uh, act which took away all the connections of the Bnei Ches from it. It wasn't a regular purchase. So therefore, when the Gemara needs to learn out a uh, a purchase of Kesev, the Gemara comes up to a Pasuk of Sodis by Kesev Yikno elsewhere from another Pasuk, but not from this Pasuk. Let's look inside. Zayin. Bepirush Rashi Yeshnom Inyonim Ufloim. In Rashi there is some wonder things, which touch on other areas of Torah, not just in the Peshat, as we're learning the Rashi now, but also in Halacha. According to Rashi's explanation over here, of course, the way the Rebbe explains, the Rashi, who would know that Rashi says this, means this, but the way the Rebbe explained that the Rashi, that this is only to this transaction of the money fully priced, as the Rebbe explains, that Rashi means with David Varvoina, to take away any connection from the Bnei Ches. So this Pirush Rashi explains a question in the halachic section of the Torah, where we learn in halacha. How do we know that property, real estate, real property can be purchased by giving money, that you pay with money when acquisition of karka is done by giving money. So, nilmat be so in the Gemara we learn it, mehakosuf, this is the Gemara in Kedushin, the Gemara learns over there that the Posik says, sodis bakesef yikno. 
the Pesach in, uh, in uh, Yermia, that they should purchase fields with money, with kesef. So we see that you put it, you put it, you put it, put it with others. Upinish betoisvis. So Toysus is wandering over there. Toysus explains, How come we don't bring this Pasuk, which it says by Ephraim, this is a Pasuk in Yermia, this is a Pasuk in Chumash, right, the beginning of the Parshas Chayesorim. Uh, so this seems like, the Gemara should have learned, it says by Ephraim, Hainush Avram, we see, Avram purchased the field from Ephraim. So Toysus explained, because from there, maybe you would think only from a goy, by Ephraim you can use money, because a goy, there is no other types of a kinyonim, uh, there's no meshich over there, there's no other kinyonim, there's no other ways to acquire, to acquisition, but by, so therefore, only through kassif, so kassif helps over there, but we're trying to say that by a yid, who can be kind of through Mashiach, through Chalipin, through other means of Kinyonim? How would we know? So that we learn from Yirmiya. That's why we need the Pasik of Yirmiya, which is talking to Yidin over there. So this because of Yiknu to tell us that a Kinyan Kesef of Karka is also by Yid. But the Rebbe says, Avol al Pihanal, but according to the previous explanation, Bibiur Divrei Rashi, Ashalan Kol Shovye the way we explain the Rashi, that I'm going to pay the entire value. Move on the Pashtus, we understand that it's all about paying the full price. And Rashi explained, the Rabbi explained because he wanted to take away any connection from the Bnei Ches to the property. Move on the Pashtus, we understand very simply. Why don't we learn it out from our Psukim, Gabe effort? We can understand why we can't learn it out from our Psukim. Because in Arpsukim wasn't a regular purchase, he already owned it, Abraham. But first, the Rebbe says another reason the Rebbe gives. And by the way, Milvadzois, besides that, when we talk about a Kenyan Kesef, we're talking acquisition, you don't have to pay the full value, you have to give a down payment, sort of. And that's the way the field becomes. Uh, in your, in your ownership. You own the field by giving the down payment. That's the Kenyan Kesef. But in our case, he paid the full price. The Rebbe has a discussion about it in the footnotes. But uh, the Rebbe says over here, besides the fact that from Ephraim Shaloi, if we learn from this, we would not know as Ikroi Sheldin Kenyan Kesef the main halacha, that you can make a kinya, the acquisition, becomes through the kesef karka, which means, how much kesef do you need? That you can acquire a field by just giving the value of a pruta, even though the property itself is worth a lot more. The kinyan doesn't have to mean that you pay the whole thing, you pay something. But Avram, he bought the field completely with the full money, the entire value. So from that acquisition, you can't learn the din of Kenyan Kesef. From Sodeh's Ba Kesef Yiknu, apparently, it's obvious that aspect also of it, that just a portion of the 
Kesef can give, be given a down payment. But that would not be have, have been learned over here since it was paid in full. But besides that, the Rebbe says, in this that Avram gave the money to Avram, the, to, to Ephraim, Avram gave the money to, for the field. It wasn't for a regular Kenyan. Because he could have taken it by right. It was already acquired him. Besides that, it belonged to Avram. It belonged to Avram. The reason he bought it is just so there's no connection to Ephraim. It's not even his. He technically, he can't even sell it. It's not his. How is he going to sell it? But he's selling that connection that he still has in it, notwithstanding that it belongs to Avram. So it should be no possibility connection to Lesode that Avram, that Ephraim have no connection. That's why it's understood that we cannot learn about the Kenyan Kesef from here to property because this wasn't a regular Kenyan Kesef. This is just a Kenyan in order to remove him from any connection, but it already belonged technically to Abraham. In Ois Ches, the Rebbe brings the Yenish Torah to say that you should always work hard, not get things for free when it comes to. Uh, and put in effort. Even a person who has talents and can get things easily, we should always know that we should work, do things with effort and put in energy into it. And that's really uh, in which you are going to fully uh, take it out from the your portion of the world from the other side and will be mavadered and bring it into Kedush Torah From the matters of the wine of Torah, in Pirush Rashi Lufanenu, in Rashi's, uh, that is before us. Iso bezoyar, it says in the Zoyar, shamitzvis trichis liyos, the mitzvahs need to be done, loy birikanya uvimagno, not empty and not free. Ki oz loy nimshech al yidei ha-mitzvah rucho di kedusha. Then you do not draw through the mitzvah the spirit of Kedusha, if you do it empty and free. This is the order, the way things are done on the other side. The way they were done in Egypt. The Pasuk says, when it talks about the Yidin were complaining, uh, that we remember, in Egypt we got it for free. The Zoyer says, no, that's Lumazeh. By us, by mitzvahs, one needs to put in effort as properly, as much as you have, you have to put in and for complete pay. And this is what Rashi explains. Shavrom Omar Ashalom Kol Shavi. Avram says, I'll play the entire value. And so David said, Arvayna, because of Molay, full price. I'm not going to take and bring up the oil free. And likewise, just like with the field, Avram also conducted himself in the mitzvah of acting kindly. 
שכימו באופן של השתדולה בייבי, אגר שלים, that he fulfilled it in a way he put effort in him and for full pay. Pay the price. I guess all the food and everything else cost him money, he paid for it. What is the lesson for this in the spiritual service every man and woman of the Jewish people? What is their uh, matter is that they need to sort out and to refine through their service with Torah Mitzvahs the place in which you find yourself. That only he should be the master, the owner over there in that area. That that area should be acquired to you on the day specifically paying and working and effort not empty and free to acquire the place, make your place the Hashem, that you acquire your space with effort and with pay. So don't say in your heart, since I naturally have good quality capabilities, but I it was gifted to me as given to me as a gift. Also, mitzvahs are easy for me to fulfill. For the animal soul and the inclination, bad inclination, they don't block so much. Therefore, this whole concept of putting effort, working hard, that's for me and far. No, don't say that. That's why we're coming the lesson from Avram David. They did not want to purchase or acquire free even what they portion that belongs to them. They could have taken it easily. They still pay their full price. So that means even one who is able to study Torah, to fulfill the mitzvahs, without effort and work, in order for you to sort out your portion in the world, so that it should totally go out of the dominance of the Kalippa, and it should become a dwelling place for Hashem Blessed, that's through effort, work, and intense effort. And then you reach to the level of to the 400th Silver shekel over Lasuchar. This in the Kabbalah, it's the 400 shekel kesef is tof almin. Those are the 400 dichis sufim. The word kesef comes from the lotion of yearning, the 400 worlds of yearning, the rossi, the yarsi tzadikai lomodoso. That will be 
inheritance for the tzaddikim in the future to come. We will get these 400 shekel kesef, the 400 worlds of kisufim. His galus bechina That is a revelation of the level of sevuk almim. Mashiach will come, we'll get back that Kesef Ever Lasoicher that he gave to Ephraim, we'll get it back and we'll get it back. The Kesef Ever Lasoicher is referencing the revelation, this Galus Bechina Seve Kul Almim. Now, even though it says Yarsi Tzadikayo, is Lvamech Kulum Tzadikim, but all your people are Tzadikim, that means all Yidin will be able to get that. We will reach through our effort in purifying the world now, we'll take it away from, from Ephraim back and we will get it in the future to come with Mashiach Sekeinu, Mesichah, Shabbos, Parshas, Chayisora, Tovshin Chavtes, Vitovshin Yutes.